back and I'm super excited because I never get to kick off the show, but I do get to kick off uh, this time because I have the great pleasure of interviewing our very own <laughs> Christina C. Jones, who I wish we could see, y'all could see the video of this because she is making all the faces at me. But I'm excited to be here and I'm excited to be able to interview you because I don't think for as much as we talk on the podcast, we've never did anything formal like this. So, yeah, yeah, this is new. This is different. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to get right into it. Uh, for those who may be unfamiliar, which if they listen to this, they should not be unfamiliar with your work. But. Uh, for those who may be unfamiliar, who just stumbled upon this on Apple Podcasts or whatever, who are you and what do you do? I am Christina C. Jones, and I write romance that is kind of centered around Black people. Um, I write that across several different genres, I guess, um, paranormal sports romance romantic comedy whatever but at the center of it it's it always comes it always comes back to black romance for me and is there a book of yours that you feel like is the perfect introduction for somebody who's unfamiliar with your work I mean I know you dabble in it all but if, <laughs> if there's one project that you had to pick as as someone's intro what would you say um I would say love notes, generally speaking. Um, I feel like that project is it's a pretty it's a pretty perfect representation of what is kind of my sweet spot, I think, with romance. A little bit damaged girl, a little bit damaged boy. <laughs> <laughs> they meet, um, they have intimacy before they're actually a couple and then <laughs> and <laughs> they figure the couple thing out later. Um and I feel like that's kind of that's kind of a trend in my work. I'm I'm not really sure that what it's about. But... Later that part that that part specifically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm I'm not sure what that's about, but it's it's kind of a trend. It's it's a very warm feeling book, which I feel like is um, that's something big that I that I want and that I go for for my work. So, yeah, I would say love notes. And is there a project that's the least like love notes that you would recommend as an introduction? <laughs> <laughs> um, the least like love notes, I would probably go with Auntie Up. I would have said Wonder, which is the post-apocalyptic, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh -huh. But I actually think that in terms of the love story, I actually feel like it's very similar uh -huh. to Love Notes, just in the kind of vibe that the couple has. But Auntie Up, on the other hand... <laughs> <laughs> it's a little different. It's it's yeah, it's pretty different. Anti up is a lot more like gritty. It's a lot more of a there's a lot more of an antagonistic energy <laughs> <laughs> between the couple for anti up. And I think I think I still I absolutely feel like it still resonated with people. Um it's one of my more popular projects. It's one of it's the project that I actually think about a lot. Um, I too think about Auntie Up a lot, <laughs> <laughs> and I totally agree. As someone who has devoured your work, that if you want the warmer love notes, if you want the gritty Auntie Up. So, do you feel like in the you know you have so many projects? Is there a particular project or series where you felt like readers finally got you, or the one that they like really connected with the characters or the message? Um, I, I want to say serendipitous love leading into equilibrium, I, I guess. And so I could connect those two. I mean, they're, they're intrinsically connected <laughs> anyway, uh -huh. but I feel like with crazy love, uh, well, a crazy little thing called love, I probably shouldn't shorthand it, <laughs> but with a crazy little thing called love, like, I feel like that project was one where I was finally able to like just really kind of settle into what my voice would become. 
I don't, it's, it, uh, crazy love is definitely not, <laughs> you know, like the end of that development, mm-hmm. but it was, I, it was one of the first projects where I just kind of let the characters be and let them do what they wanted to do. Let the vibe be what it was. And it seemed like that really, really resonated with people. They, they like the language, they like the setting, all of that. And so that first book, you know, was where I introduced this black neighborhood of Mahogany Heights, which is what I feel like people connect with most. Like, I feel like (laughs) that part of it Uh is really what the people connect with. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, they like the characters and stuff, too. But the neighborhood really... What? What? (laughs) But the neighborhood is kind of, I think, what really, really, like, people connect with. And that's what they resonate with. And that's why I'm having such a hard time moving away like I've introduced <laughs> other settings mm-hmm. other other cities and other communities or whatever but the heights that mahogany heights neighborhood is where I really feel like when I need to go home quote unquote mm-hmm. home and when my readers need to go home I feel like that is definitely like kind of where I would point to so when you created mahogany heights all those years ago did you ever think that you would still be setting books there or building off of that universe or absolutely not (laughs) i I thought people were going to think it was corny (laughs) like i honestly thought people were going to think it was corny Mm -hmm. like why everybody black why everyone (laughs) and not not even necessarily that that's you know a bad thing Uh it's just i felt like people would think well this is unrealistic and this doesn't make any sense and how is how are all the businesses next to each other (laughs) (laughs) all of that but I really had to I really had to push that aside and really just focus on creating this space that that worked for the characters and worked for the books and like I feel good when I like when I think about the heights it's it's a very feel good thing and when it came to other people like they had the same reaction to it and so I'm I'm excited (laughs) I'm excited to think about the fact that people still like that it really that it really means something to people well I feel like I can speak for a lot of readers and say that I want to move there um, so <laughs> whenever we, you know, narrow down exactly where we're going to make this happen, like consider me a resident because <laughs> I am ready to be surrounded by all this beautiful blackness. Um, but on the opposite side of that question, is there a project that you feel went underappreciated upon release? Like the readers just necessarily <laughs> didn't connect to it the way that you would have liked them to, or they didn't seem to get it as much, um, and why do you think that was? Um, I have a couple. <laughs> <laughs> I have a couple of projects. Like from 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 deep in my backlist, I feel like the If You Can series, that romantic suspense mm-hmm. series, uh, it's it's the only thing in my catalog that's written in third person because I thought at the time that I started it, I thought I had to write it in third person. I thought romantic suspense had to happen in third person mm-hmm. and blah 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 blah. Um. And the reception, I, I would not say that the reception was necessarily bad. Um, I just know that when I think about those books and think about the storyline and plot lines and character development and all of that that were layered into those books, I don't understand why they're not mentioned right along with Auntie Up for me. Mm-hmm. Like when people talk about the things that they like from my backlist or from my catalog, I really don't understand. Like. <laughs> Like Marcus and Naomi can't get no love. Oh my, like, yeah, I love. It. You know they get all the love from me. Um, but if do you think that if those projects were to release right now versus at that certain time in your career, do you think the reception would have been different? I, I definitely think that if I definitely think that if I release them as is, the reception would be different. And then I think that if I were to rewrite them with everything that I kind of know now about writing and with the my stronger voice, with my more confident voice, um, I, I think that the books would be better. Um, and honestly, maybe, maybe that's why, maybe, <laughs> maybe I'm just biased. Maybe they're really not that good. But when I read back, I think they're, you know, mm-hmm. I think they're good. And then, um, 
Well, no, I, I, I haven't, I haven't actually answered the whole question because <laughs> in terms of why I think they, they are not, I, I honestly believe that it's just because of where they are in my catalog. Um, I don't think that like the new readers that I've gained since then, I don't know that a lot of people are just really even checking for stuff that, 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 mm-hmm. that is that far back mm-hmm. in my catalog. And part that's partially my fault because I like to act like that stuff doesn't exist sometimes <laughs> when I'm going back through and when I'm talking about my projects, I like to, you know, I like to like I don't I don't give them their due. And so mm-hmm. how can I expect anyone else to give them their due? So are you saying and we're about th- to see some new if you can promo pop in? Like, cause I'm ready. You know, maybe <laughs> so. Maybe, maybe so. I may have to I may you have to some see what I can do Thursday with that. action. I mean, you know, I, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I, yeah. Um, but then from from like later in my catalog, and I'm really I'm I'm just gonna do these two. <laughs> Um, relationship goals, relationship goals. And I, that one, I really cannot, I I, I just have no idea <laughs> why it's not as, you know, as popular as a love notes or whatever else. And I mean, it's, it's not a thing of me thinking, well, this should, this should have been a New York times bestseller or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not what I'm on. I'm just, I just don't understand why. And comparing it with other projects in my catalog, you know, mm-hmm. why it didn't get that same response or that same whatever, because like somebody actually, somebody actually uh, tweeted me <laughs> about, uh, about Noah and um, why am I drawing a blank? <laughs> Nick, about Nick and Noah. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody tweeted me about them the other day about how, you know, the way that they met in the airport and all of that. I'm not, I'm not going to go into detail or whatever, uh, but that, that is just a really, it's a really good book. It's yeah. a really good book. Mm-hmm. And I wish it got more attention than it does. So for you guys that are listening, if you have not read hashtag relationship goes you need to go get your life because that book is amazing and those characters like uh nick babe 100% <laughs> like that their meet cute was just like the meet cute of meet cutes um so, <laughs> so definitely definitely check that out um but switching gears a little bit to um community uh, mm-hmm. community is very important to us obviously we would not create it <laughs> girl have you read um if it yes. wasn't but how important is support in this space and how does it affect your writing that question is probably more loaded for me than it <laughs> seems <laughs> than it seems on the surface because I, I definitely think that it's important to have a good support system in general but I almost feel like and this is not this is not just like specific to writing but I think that a lot of times we get a little too wrapped up in who's supporting us like who's you know did well so-and-so didn't retweet me or so-and-so didn't like my page or what you know just little stuff like that and I feel like that stuff gets a little too hyper-focused on when what to me has done the most for me more than somebody doing those, you know, those social media things, those things that look like support is the people who inbox me like, Hey, you have, I haven't really seen you on the timeline in a while. You good. Or the people who are looking forward to kicking it when we, when we meet up for these events and stuff Uh like, Hey, you know, when we, when we get to, Chicago or when we get to LA or when we get to Atlanta, you know, make sure, let's make sure that we meet up for drinks or Mm -hmm. whatever. That's the type of stuff that I feel like is more important. Having those people who kind of understand where you're coming from, they're writers too. So they get it. Mm -hmm. And having that as kind of having that emotional trying to think of the <laughs> trying to think of the word but have having those people with you who really have your back and who really want to also see you win and it's not about whether or not they're going to you know put your book in their newsletter or whatever i mean yes that would be awesome <laughs> but it's really not about that it's about just having having those friends and having those real relationships and I feel like the way that that informs my writing is because I know that 
if I'm having a hard time starting a new project or I'm having a hard time um, figuring out a character name or whatever, there's somebody that I can text or inbox like, hey, you know, Mm -hmm. you feel like doing some sprints or hey, you know, recommend some names to me or have you ever read a story that was kind of like this? Like, am I tripping or, you know, Mm -hmm. let me run this storyline by you. That stuff has been so valuable to me (laughs) just in terms of me being able to create and me being able to produce and me being able to just kind of keep my head above water sometimes because sometimes it's not even about being able to produce. It's about (laughs) not, you know, not going crazy, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. and just having those people who are willing to play that position for me or, or not play, play that position. sounds, I don't know. I, I don't know what you meant, but then you said, uh, and then, uh, then I, I understand why. Yeah. <laughs> Having people who are willing to be that friend or be that, you know, mm-hmm. be part of that support system. Like, I think that that is invaluable and mm-hmm. a whole lot more valuable than, Hey, read my friend's book. Yeah. No, be my friend. I don't need you to tell anybody <laughs> to read the book. <laughs> be the friend and not just on the surface, like for real, for real. Cause it's easy to appear to be, you know, it's it's easy for, oh, she's always supporting so-and-so. But if I needed her, yeah, where would she be? <laughs> you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And so I really appreciate that I have people you know, who people in, in our industry, people who are my peers, people who I can like, honest to God, call friends. Like that is the part that, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I've seen some authors talk about like how coming into the industry, if they don't know anybody, how it's kind of hard to build some of those relationships with other authors for whatever reason. So for you, how did those relationships come about? Was it more organic and then as a follow-up, how do you maintain them as everyone, you know, grows and develops? Uh, I, 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 I do feel like it was organic. Um, the, the people that, I, you know, that are still, you know, that are still kind of, that I still consider friends or whatever, those were very organic. But I absolutely remember what it was like coming in and especially seeing people whose writing I admired and I, I want to be cool with them too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I um, am what thirty three now, so I was like twenty five at the time. Um, and I, I and I I mentioned that because I do think that age factors into it, um, either positively or negatively. <laughs> like I know, um, I'm a lot different at thirty three than I was, you know, when I was twenty five. I was very starry eyed, very, uh-huh. <laughs> I was very naive, you know, and I'm. Like, I'm the type of person that unless you do something, like, we cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I want to I be the friend. I want to be cool, like, you know, so on and so forth. And I feel like some of the experiences that I had killed that. <laughs> killed that experience mm-hmm. for me some. But just, just generally speaking, like, I know this is going to sound so simplistic, but just be cool. Like, you don't have to try overly hard. Just be be a decent person <laughs> like and that will get that will literally get you so far because people are going to gravitate to that people are going to feel that energy from like when you're genuine and when you're you know when you when you have genuine love and you put that out people are going to feel that and people are going to gravitate to that and you're going to find those people like I'll use me and love as the example we were in like a group together like a writers like a writer's resource group. I can't remember what exactly what the name of the mm-hmm. group was, but it was something like that. That was kind of that was kind of popular at the time mm-hmm. that she and I were writing. And I can't rem- I honestly cannot remember which one of us inboxed the other, but it was about something just completely, you know, it was because that's how all these things start, y'all. Yeah, it was, so random. Random. yeah it was random. Yeah, the thread never stops. <laughs> that's exactly what it was. It was something completely innocuous. It was like, hey, you know, I saw that you had this graphic, you know, or I saw you post a link to this service, you know, do you like it? You know, it was something like that. Mm-hmm. It was something absolutely writing related, just completely innocuous question, whatever. Question got answered. And so we 
would do that a little more. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you know, now I'm seeing these little tidbits here and there. Oh, I bet you love would, you know, would be interested in that. Or from her end, oh, you know, I bet Christina, Christina was asking me about that last week. And mm-hmm. so I'm going to, I see this. And so I'm going to inbox her. And it was organic. And now, mm-hmm. like, I talk to her every day. Right. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was organic. Me and you, you inbox me about, um, Talking about uh crazy love. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Crazy love. And you know, just from conversations from there, found out, hey, you right too. I so sis, run me the book. Yeah. Where, <laughs> where the book I, feel, at? I, I feel like because I've, I've done a couple podcasts recently, like that story is like one of my favorites to tell. <laughs> How I got the rest into writing and then it turned into a whole career but <laughs> what I'm saying. you know but the stuff like it is organic if you don't try to force it like don't look at somebody like oh I'm about to make her my friend mm-hmm. that is scary <laughs> <laughs> don't do that like just be cool if you've got uh-huh. questions ask you know like I see people talk about um like I remember I, I think I was participating in like a Twitter chat. I can't remember like all the details of it, but one of the things that I saw was people talking about how um, they wish that the people who had already been in the industry, like they wish that they gave more or that they mentored more, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And again, I've been there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've I, I've been there, but I understand more now you know, now that I've been in this for seven, eight years, however long it's been, that that's not everybody's calling. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? That's not what everybody is meant for or meant to do. But if you got a question, just ask the question. Literally. And we're, I, I feel like we're all ready, like ready to answer and give, you know, yeah. give insight the best way that we can. Because I think sometimes people assume that because we've been doing it longer, that we mm-hmm. know so much more. And like, we're still figuring so much out <laughs> ourselves. Yep. But like, there's no magic bullet answer. Right. But I can tell you what I know from my experience. Mm-hmm. I can give that to you. Mm-hmm. Um and that, that's kind of why, like, on my, I do my YouTube videos <laughs> or whatever, which I really enjoy doing. But I try to, like, in between, you know, talking about my books or, you know, whatever, 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 I try to tell these things that I get asked about often so that I know it's intimidating. I'm saying just ask the question, but I know that that can be intimidating, uh-huh. you know, especially mm-hmm. if it's somebody that you look up to or whatever. I know that, that can be intimidating. And so if I can answer the question, you can just go right there to it. You don't have to ask nobody. It's right, right there. It's uh-huh. public on the internet. It's just right there. But I don't know, like, just, just be cool. Like, I, <laughs> I, I know that I know I keep saying that, but I just think about, you know, interactions that I've had, things that have happened that, you know, that I'm 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 not gonna go into detail mm-hmm. on, but I things that I still shake my head about, but mm-hmm. and just how differently that would have gone if like if everybody could have just not been an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's the intimidating part, right? Is that people don't know what they're gonna get, you know, no matter yeah. how cool people seem on their timeline or whatever, they just don't know if I privately message you what kind of energy I'm gonna get. But yeah. We cool. So <laughs> <laughs> and I know a lot of other cool people, so so don't let yeah. that don't let that scare you. Um but on the other side of community is the readers. So what mm-hmm. does your relationship with your readers look like? Um, I feel like in the beginning, um, I feel like I had a, the word better, (laughs) the word better pops to mind, but honestly, when I like the more I really kind of examine and unpack that, I think it was really just different when I Mm -hmm. had fewer readers, fewer expectations. Um, it was just a different vibe. It was just a different energy. Um, and then time went on and I had more and more people bringing other types of energy (laughs) (laughs) and Mm -hmm. I kind of felt the need to separate myself some, um, I kind of pulled back on my social media usage or, you know, I just kind of 
yeah, I just I just kind of had to withdraw a little bit just for the sake of my sanity and mm-hmm. <laughs> mental health. But now I feel like I'm in a healthier place with it. Like I have people who have been reading me since <laughs> since Love and Other Things, since that mm-hmm. very first thing, people who genuinely like care about me, people who genuinely, you know, more than I, sometimes I feel like more than they even like the books, they care about me, yeah. mm-hmm. which is like talk about warm and fuzzy. <laughs> <laughs> like you, we've watched your kids grow up. Do you ever think about that? Because I, it's, you know, I, I, I know. And it's so strange because it's like, it's like on the surface when you think about that, it's like, that's kind of weird. But I was a mommy blogger before I started mm-hmm. this. So that's, you know, that's par for the courts right. <laughs> to me. But yeah, like you said, you know, people have, y'all have watched them grow up. Y'all have watched me grow up. Mm-hmm. You know, y'all have watched me, you know, kind of grow and develop as a person, as a woman. And um, I feel like I'm getting to a place where I have just like this core group who really, really gets me. And that's not to discount, you know, the people who, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of hop in, <laughs> which is fine. Yeah. You know, you're not going to like everything that an author does. Author, artist, author. I said author twice. I meant actor. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're not going to like everything that they that they do. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to, you don't have to pretend otherwise. But I'm saying that I feel like I'm at a better balanced place mm-hmm. when it comes to that and now I feel like I can you know joke with my readers and you know ask them like hey you know who's your favorite blah 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 mm-hmm. I can kind of have those conversations and stuff without it turning into something else but it was a little touch and go <laughs> it was a little touch and go for mm-hmm. for for a little minute but it's good now <laughs> so you know in the even even now but also really in the touch and go time um, mm-hmm. Was there ever a time that you like had to figure out how to balance writing the story you wanted to with the demands or expectations that the readers might have had or that they, you know, maybe try to pressure you into certain things or certain, you know, pressuring certain elements onto your writing that you had to like figure out? Yeah, absolutely. That was a big, that was a big part of why it was touching God. <laughs> I was like, you know what? <laughs> Y'all ain't gonna tell me what to do. I'm grown. Right. <laughs> put that foot down. And I, right, I do have to, you know, I do have to kind of give that reminder sometimes. And again, it's not about somebody liking everything that I do. You can mm-hmm. hate it, but when you bring it to me, when you decide that you're going to bring, bring it to me and engage me about my art, mm-hmm. you know, there's going to have to be a certain level of respect there because like I, I keep it cute for the most part (laughs) on the internet, but (laughs) if y'all can see the looks that my husband gets, like when something happens in, in real life and he's like, Oh God, here she, (laughs) (laughs) here she goes, Uh (laughs) you know, like I, 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 whatever energy suffice to say whatever energy you bring in me I can give it right back Mm -hmm. it's only because you know I'm trying to have a brand (laughs) that I'm trying to keep Keep it cute cute. Um, (laughs) but we're people people. right we're people and so that and that was part of why I had to pull back because I could see that that other side of this sweet (laughs) this sweet personality was ready to come out and stay out Mm -hmm. and I was like you know what let me just let me just move over here. But um, I get a lot of, even from people who, act, who who enjoyed the work, you know, people who like just legitimately enjoyed the book. I get a lot of, well, why did it end so abruptly? Mm-hmm. Or this wasn't long enough? Mm-hmm. Or why didn't they get married? You know, are they going to have babies? I get a lot of that. And there was a point where I felt like, okay, well, all these people can't be wrong. You know what I mean? They they, they they must be onto something. You know, maybe it is ending in the wrong place or maybe it is too short. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I tried to adjust. And when I tried to adjust, it just wasn't working. Mm-hmm. Like it just wasn't working for me mm-hmm. because my books end where the story ends. Right. And if that's abrupt, you know, I can't, like, I can't tell anybody how to feel, you know, about what they read, mm-hmm. but 
I am going to write the story that I, I am going to write the story that's in my head. I am going to, you know, the characters are going to do what they want to do, not what I want them to do, not what the readers want them to do. Mm-hmm. The characters are going to act accordingly with their, with who they are. Right. <laughs> you know, and mm-hmm. so I have to, like, I have to respect that. And it's, it's, <laughs> it's crazy to me. I was actually, I was actually just talking about this with someone, how, um, I've, as myself, me as a reader, I've never been one to, I guess, project what I wanted onto the work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like the work is the work. Right. If I don't like it, I don't like it, but I'm not going to- I don't to leave work wishing for something else to happen. Right, <laughs> right, right. Like I'm not going to go into a book wishing like, okay, it's, I think the example that I used was I'm not going to go- into friends and lovers wishing, oh, you know, I wish it was a brother's best friend. Like it should have yeah. been where, you know, this, this, uh-huh. and that happened. Like uh-huh. that's not the type of reader that I am, but I'm discovering more and more that a lot of people are that type of reader. And mm-hmm. I mean, if that's how you read, that's just how you read, but yeah. it feels unfair yeah. <laughs> For me, you know, as the artist or as the author, like when I'm when I'm seeing that and I'm seeing that, well, it wasn't this. So I'm going to give it three stars because it, it wasn't this thing that I mm-hmm. wanted it to be. And I'm like, <laughs> Ooh, I have stories. So we can talk about that. Like, after really? that's over. <laughs> Ooh, perfect, yeah. it's, just, it's like it's like, don't get me wrong. I understand preferences. But and I this is another analogy, if you can't tell listeners I like analogies <laughs> in a recent blog post I used the analogy like you can't get mad at sushi for not being steak just because steak is your favorite food like Bet. sushi is sushi <laughs> right. steak is steak. Like, <laughs> and that's it. like this is what it is it's not for you to change it's not for you to right. alter it's like no matter what this is what it is so if you can either enjoy it for what it is or you can imagine those different things to yourself but (laughs) it's like don't project that yeah Yeah, it's like don't project that and I feel like I don't know like I feel like people would get more enjoyment oh absolutely Absolutely. (laughs) if they just let the story be what it is and again I am not saying that they have to like it Mm -hmm. you ain't gotta like it right if if that's not your thing if you don't eat you know you don't like rice (laughs) you don't like yum yum sauce whatever you put on your sushi I get it that's 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 cool Uh But don't give me three, don't give my sushi three stars for not being steak. Like, that's not cool. <laughs> if, we, if we were still giving titles to episodes, that would be the title. <laughs> not give my sushi three stars for not being steak. Oh, I was because... just saying, man. But, but not. <laughs> there is always that pressure, and it is, and and it is always pressure. Like as confidently as I can speak about it, when I'm, you know, when I'm asked, mm-hmm. once I get it to my doc, it's like, man, you know, I don't know how people are going to respond to this, mm-hmm. or man, you know, I bet people really like it if it went this way or went that way. Mm-hmm. And those, that is where I end up with those roadblocks because it's like, it's not about that. Mm-mm. Tell the story. Yeah. <laughs> Focus on telling the story. And so I've written like, I think my next release is going to be like number 59 Woo! or something like that. And so it's kind of like, I think I know what I'm doing. You know what I mean? Like I know them, like I'm not saying that my writing is perfect or that mm-hmm. my books are perfect, but I've been successful thus far. There's something about this, about what I do that people like. And yeah. I'm not going to stop. <laughs> I'm not gonna stop that just because somebody over here don't like it. Right. Like if you don't like it, that's uh-huh. cool. Cause that's the thing about it. It's never the majority, right? It's always just mm-hmm. that one or two people that just catches your eye and then it just boils in your mind. Mm-hmm. And then you think, and you're like, why am I even still thinking about this? Like mm-hmm. uh, this whole other side <laughs> of people enjoy, but that one or two person will, will stick in your head. And so, but I feel like that's a part of growing as an author too, is learning mm-hmm. you know how to not let that stick as long. Um, but you talked about, almost being at 59 projects which is crazy but over all those books and all those years of writing do you have a favorite character (laughs) 
a favorite character. Okay, so I don't know that she is necessarily my favorite character when I when I like think about it, think about it. But <laughs> when you ask the question, the first person that popped into my mind was Bianca Bailey from oh, The Trouble With Us. Yeah. Um, and when I when I think about Bianca, when I think about Miss B, um, with her colorful hair and her blogging about you know being fashionable on mm-hmm. a budget and like just all these different you know facets of her mm-hmm. and how she had you know this terrible relationship this abusive relationship right. that she had to come out of and learning to trust again learning to love again um i could see it i could see why she popped in my mind like i have other characters that i really really like uh-huh. but like I, I can see it for Beyonce. Well, and it means for something for her to have popped it. Like that was an early, early project, and so for her to have mm-hmm. popped into your head, you know, even though we did get a little taste of her recently, like for her to mm-hmm. have popped in your head, like that means something. I actually forgot about. That. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. And then a close second, I think, would be Nubia. And then as soon as Nubia right. popped in my mind, Reese popped in my mind. So they were so I the think there's, <laughs> Right. I think there's just a trend of these quote unquote difficult heroines. Mm-hmm. Like when I think of who they were mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, like the, all of their heroes had to put in work for them. Mm-hmm. Like they had to, they really had to prove themselves to these women. Um, and a, a, a similar thread <laughs> would be that these are heroines who were kind of, I don't want to say they were necessarily disliked because I don't think that it was widespread, mm-hmm. but they were definitely the ones where I saw in reviews, you know, what's wrong with her? And, you know, uh-huh. why her? You know, uh-huh. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I always feel like there's a direct correlation with this heroine was mean with she actually made him work for her. Yeah. Like, <laughs> How dare she make it. this man work for her? Right. How dare she not <laughs> give in right away? Yeah. <laughs> and so, and I mean, that's not, you know, this, this, that's nothing against, you know, my other heroine, uh-huh. you know, because I, I like them all. I don't think I've ever re- written a heroine where I was like, I don't know about her. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh. I, there was somebody I can't I can't connect my my brain won't connect to it right now but I remember because it was actually in my Facebook memories that I, I wrote a Facebook post about being like this girl's getting on my nerves <laughs> but I can't remember who it was but for the most part I think I probably came around to her uh, by the end and that's probably why it's not sticking in my mind mm-hmm. but I can't write people that I don't like absolutely even if like they get on our nerves at some points or even like. When we're hate writing them, I feel like we mm-hmm. still love them at the core. Yeah, because prime example of that is Kingston Whitfield, honey. <laughs> I would have made like, <laughs> no man was, but I love him. I, 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 I might have had to fight him in real life. Yeah, but then yeah, I in real life. Words. <laughs> right, in, in real life, he would have been like that. Girl is crazy. <laughs> Keep her away from me. <laughs> the feeling is mutual. <laughs> but I also feel like that's what made Asha so perfect for him, right? Yeah. Because she, she gave him, gave it right back. Yeah. Tenfold. <laughs> all <laughs> that frustration. All that frustration and all of that. Mm-hmm. She, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's a really hard question. Trying to pick like. Hey, a, I mean, B. you were a lot of people. Like yeah. <laughs> a lot of people. Because I mean, fifty nine books. I mean, then you get into like side characters and all these other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot. <laughs> but speaking of Auntie Up, Auntie Up was a part of a series. So mm-hmm. for books in a series, how do you manage to like live up to the pressure of what you created in the first book? Because you've given us, you know, Auntie Up and Deuces Out. You've given us inevitable series you've given us the right series you've given us the love sister series and these are just the ones that are coming at the top of my head so you can give us a series um but how do you manage to to maintain that uh throughout however many number of books a series end up ends up being it's so tough it's so tough especially because only recently have i even started like really 
even semi-planning things as series. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Typically what would happen is I write a book that, you know, I'm just minding my standalone business. <laughs> and then some character comes and is like, hey, hey, sis, um, when you get through with them, you come holler yep. at me. <laughs> and so, um, it may, it's, it's, it's really, really tough and not even just from a planning standpoint, but, um, and I, I, I talked about this for the Love Sisters recently, but, you know, you, you introduce these characters, you introduce this world, you introduce this premise, um, that's gonna, you know, that's gonna be a connecting thread mm-hmm. and people buy into it. People buy into it. They, you know, they commit, they're into it. They love it. They connect. And it's like, okay, so how do you keep up that momentum? Right. Um, I, I've, I, I don't feel like I've ever successfully done that. Really? I do not feel like I've ever successfully done that. Like when I think about the reception, like over, you know, over a series that was necessarily like needed three books. Like I have, you know, I have series like Stand Up It Is Love, Equilibrium. Those are series, but they didn't necessarily, you know, connect. Mm-hmm. Even um, even a high stakes series, even anti up, um, those don't necessarily connect. But when you think about like um like if you can series where those books yeah. ended on cliffhangers uh-huh. and so all three books were needed. Um, and when I think about the Wright brothers, okay, I introduced brothers. I gotta write all three. Brothers, yeah. love sisters, uh-huh. I gotta write all three. Uh-huh. Um, when I think about the reception of the first one versus the last one, um, I definitely think I've disappointed some people. Mm-hmm. I definitely think I've disappointed some people. Um, and I've never like I don't feel like I've seen um trying to figure out how to frame this <laughs> because on one hand I'm like well on one hand I'm perfectly okay with that like do I would I like it to be different yes uh-huh. but on the other hand I'm okay with it because I understand that like I'll use the love sisters as the example people really connected with Jacqueline's humor and you know because she was so funny she was so vibrant um and her and Caden had this certain energy this certain chemistry this certain connection blah 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 blah. people really love that but each book is following you know a different sibling it's following a different character and Mm -hmm. even though those books are connected I feel like every book is each of those books is very different Uh from the other one. Uh Like they don't have the same feel. They don't all have the same vibe. They're very different books. And I feel like there are people who, instead of just letting Gemma's book be be Gemma's book, Uh they read Gemma's book and Joya's book expecting Jacqueline energy Mm -hmm. from Joya and Gemma. Uh Or people read Getting Schooled expecting that kind of combustive chemistry that combustive antagonistic chemistry Mm -hmm. that happened between Jason and Reese, they expected, you know, they, they expected that they were looking for that. And I don't, I don't necessarily feel like that's wrong of them, you know, just necessarily, but I feel like if there was more of like, because those books are not connected by, um, by cliffhangers Mm -hmm. or whatever, like they can be read separately. You don't have to read any of the other ones. I wish that, I guess I wish I people I wish that people would really connect more with what a standalone series means mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you would understand going in that this is not this other book over here. Right. This book mm-hmm. is this book, not you know, not not the other ones that it goes into. But then, you know, on the on the other hand, I'm 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 not gonna front. By the time I've written the third book in the series, I'm tired of these folks. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, well, I'm tired of these awesome. folks. Um and I don't, I don't think that that causes the work to be any different. I don't believe that that my exhaustion with those characters shows by the time I'm on the third book. But it's there, yeah. you know. For me, it's there, and maybe readers can feel that. Uh-huh. Maybe, maybe I, I have the pressure of completing a series. Like it, like no that matter when that last book happens, if you do a three books, four books, whatever. Just that last book is so much harder than anything else. Yeah. And you want to get it done so bad, but it's so hard. And yeah. And it's it's so much to push through. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just so much to push through. And it's like once it's done, it's like, all right, uh-huh. this is done. Right. <laughs> so we're gonna move on. And maybe people can feel that. You know, I'm not going to just put it all on on someone else, uh-huh. you know, 
it, it it could be it really could be but when it really like when it when it all boils down to it you know the art is the art yeah. and if I have to take you know if you eh, I didn't really like this one as much or if I have to take that I can take it mm-hmm. you know I can I can accept that because I can't say that I would have done anything different right right well and I know that there's hundreds of readers that would disagree with you and be like what I'm, like, oh, <laughs> I'm sure and, and I'm sure I'm gonna just, get married. you know I'm gonna cancel everything you just said because the third brick of the Clark brothers honey <laughs> um, that is that is people funny very much, people very much love Aiden okay <laughs> and I was so concerned about Aiden <laughs> I was so concerned about Aiden and um, I'm about to say something that I probably shouldn't, but I'm going to say it anyway. (laughs) Um, One of the first reviews that I got on that project um, actually sparked me to write a whole blog post. Well, it it didn't spark me. It was something that had been, because you, I mean, I'm sure you know too, because you write novellas sometimes too. Everybody, why is this so short? I don't Mm -hmm. like novellas, Mm -hmm. you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But one of the first things I got for that book was a two-star review. And I'm not even on the shortness part. Somebody said it didn't have a plot. And I'm like, it's the only book of the series that has a plot. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) It's the only Mm -hmm. one that actually has a plot. Like, I am the queen of writing a book with no plot. Yeah, we're just going to get (laughs) Like, if you really, if you really (laughs) think <laughs> about my catalog I'm the queen of just writing some stuff that mm-hmm. happened like there's no I'm, yeah I don't think there's no wrong I'm just gonna write the story it. that they're giving me honestly I'm not right. <laughs> <laughs> so if you say what's the point I might not be able to tell you but there was definitely lots of points made in that third book you know so. I, and I was so worried about Aiden I was so worried about his characterization and I remember, you know, is he going to be corny <laughs> and all of that? And Aiden, like you said, he, he made some points. The material is there. The material it's, is it's, there. The material is there. It's there. <laughs> and it's been so funny because I think it maybe was the, the uh, chat and the girl was talking about, but people were saying Aiden was their favorite. And I was like, I remember mm-hmm. when she was just not so sure about this man and looking at yeah. him coming through to wreck all the other brothers. And he was, very grown he was very much very grown very peaceful like Mm -hmm. he was just like his energy even once I like actually dove into it and actually started writing I really really enjoyed him I really Mm -hmm. really did well we all did so thank you thank you but you you talked about that that pressure that can come with doing a series and and all that so have you ever considered writing under a pen name for a fresh start think about it literally every day (laughs) (laughs) literally every day because I'm going to tell you I feel like there are things that okay I I don't want any newer writers (laughs) to take this as shade because it's 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 really really like really and truly not meant that way Mm -hmm. but I feel like there are things that newer writers are allowed to get away with or quote-unquote get away with Mm -hmm. that I get my back kicked in Mm -hmm. over Mm -hmm. in reviews Mm -hmm. um and I just sometimes feel like and then there's people who you know who I guess don't like me (laughs) like me they don't like me the person Mm -hmm. and so you know they feel like they're teaching me a lesson you know or whatever 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 Mm -hmm. whatever instead of just letting the work be the work and I mean don't get me wrong I have people who I don't listen to their music or whatever or watch their movies because I just don't like them right like you know the thing of being your creative right everything is not going to be for everybody Right. And so I'm not necessarily knocking that, but, you know, at the same time, I'm sure they feel like they would just like the work to be the work, just like I would just like the work Mm -hmm. to be the work. And so I just wonder, and not even just that, but from a pressure standpoint, like I feel like when I post, you know, that I'm working on a new project or I post a new cover or whatever, it's like, as soon as I do that, like the heat gets turned up. And several Sunday, you're like, oh, right, I gotta finish this thing. <laughs> right. It's like this pressure to perform, mm-hmm. this pressure for the book to be this. Well, I read Auntie Up, and Auntie Up was my favorite book from Christina. And so I expect Auntie Up level entertainment. Mm-hmm. And if she ain't bringing that, I ain't trying to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> right. 
You know, how I feel about this. What am I supposed to do with this information? <laughs> Right. Well, I'm just saying, and I mean, maybe, maybe there's nobody that's even, I'm not saying that somebody like would say that to me. I'm saying that's how I feel. <laughs> and so I'm like, all right, you know, if I could just go back in time or not, I wouldn't, I don't want to go back in time. Um, so let me not say that, but I do wonder what a difference it would be to, like be able to just start fresh uh-huh. and start from nothing, uh-huh. you know? And, but I feel like my writing is, I feel like people would know it was me. Yeah. <laughs> what if you like did a book by a pen name and somebody's like, somebody is really trying to bite off Christina's ear. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like, uh, or somebody would, or somebody would send it to me like, uh, Christina, <laughs> I was reading and I was checking out this little, you know, this little new person, um, BBJ that y'all shared on Girl Have You Read. And I was trying to give her a chance, but uh you sound just like I think she fighting. Yeah. Right. I think she like I think she a fraud. I think somebody inevitably because I, I do get messages like that. And it's so it's it's <laughs> it's fun, it's funny to me. And I really on one hand, I really appreciate, you know, that people are like trying to look out for me. Uh-huh. But on the other hand, I feel bad for, you know, for the author that's on the other end of that. And I and I like I'm always very tempered in how I react to that. Uh-huh. And I'm always giving that other author benefit of the doubt because there is there has been maybe once that I was like, oh man, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> like there has been once that it was just unquestionably, you know, a bite. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, for the most part, it's like, I think about when I was first, you know, when I was new to this and I was trying to figure out my voice and, you know, I saw people doing things that I liked. I liked as a reader, I liked how, you know, this certain phrasing or this certain attention to detail or this certain whatever I liked how that made me feel as a reader Mm -hmm. and so I'm going to try to do that in my writing Mm -hmm. and it probably you know (laughs) it probably looked like oh well she's trying to you know she's trying to do what Brenda Jackson does (laughs) and I'm I just really I literally just threw something out Uh there nobody's ever accused me of trying to (laughs) copy Brenda Jackson Like, I'm just throwing somebody out there. And so I'm sure, you know, that there were people who, you know, who felt like that about me. And so I really tried to give benefit of the doubt right. with that, that even even if that person did have, you know, a Christina C. Jones book open, like, all right, she it like this, like, give it benefit of the doubt that that's not what they're trying to do. They're not trying to copy me. They're trying to find their voice mm-hmm. and there needs to be grace for that or hell maybe they just kind of sound like me right that <laughs> happens too like we we you know as much as we like to think everything that we do creatively is our own thing like stuff happens especially, <laughs> especially in romance like oh my god like come on yeah. <laughs> like none of this stuff like you're you are not the first person to write you know a coffee shop right. i was not the first person <laughs> coffee shop where people (laughs) gather and congregate you know what I mean Mm -hmm. you're you're not the first person to write a a one night stand with the boss or whatever Mm -hmm. like please relax (laughs) (laughs) so in all the stuff that we've seen in the industry and all the books that you've written and all these wonderful characters that you've given us to love and lust over um what does success in this industry look like for you that is a question I have talked about at length with my therapist. Um, <laughs> fair, very fair. Because, um, because I and I, the, the answer I've ultimately arrived at is that I really don't know. Mm. I really don't know. Like for a lot of people, like I have peers who you know they have goals of being New York Times bestseller. I think that's awesome. Uh being in the airport bookstore I think that's awesome um being an Oprah book club pick I think that's awesome you know there's all these things that I you know that I see my peers talk about is kind of their ultimate like their ultimate reach like Mm -hmm. that will be the moment where they feel like they've made it and I just I don't know 
Like, I truly don't know. Like, I have things that I want to do um, or that I thought I wanted to do mm-hmm. because I thought that because that's what other people wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, you know, so that must be that must be yeah. the end point. Mm-hmm. That must be what you're supposed to want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I'm I just I really don't know. Like, I want to keep creating. I don't want to five five years from now, I don't want to be the be the author where I release a book and you know all my day one fans are like, oh, she fell off. <laughs> and you know, like talk about nightmares. Like <laughs> Right. Like though I have goals that are very uh insular like that. Like I, I do want to see my work on film or mm-hmm. you know on in TV etc etc I do you know I do want to create those things and have that kind of trajectory I think Mm -hmm. but the most accurate answer is that I honestly do not know which is fair because there's there's so many different ways we can go to this thing like the book Mm -hmm. the books is a success in itself like you you found success Mm -hmm. as an indie author you can't argue that but there's just so many other ways we can go with this and it's really up to you know what you decide and what what fits best mm-hmm. for you. Um, but in terms of things fitting best for you, you've been an indie author this entire time. What would it take for you to consider not being indie anymore? I don't I don't believe that there is anything that could make me consider not being indie mm-hmm. anymore. Um, just thinking about it realistically, um, they don't give Black women writing Black people the type of money it would take. Facts to get me <laughs> like I know that there are publishers who you know who have been kind of like I've seen you know the deal announcements and stuff for you know for black women and I'm happy for them and all of that but I just at this point you know having been doing this for you know for almost a decade mm-hmm. <laughs> like for the better half right of a decade I just I don't think anybody could afford me Hey, you better say that. You better speak that on this podcast. Did y'all hear that? I am into that energy a thousand percent. I mean, it's. I feel like it sounds so haughty. Like as soon as that came out of my mouth, I felt like it sounded so haughty. But I'm just saying, it's like, be realistic about you yes. know, what those numbers and stuff look like, and all of that. Like, I would not. I would not trade it for what you know, for what a realistic offer (laughs) would be. Um, I could see myself, you know, like I've signed, I've signed audiobook deals, you know, quote unquote, Mm -hmm. Um, but that's for, you know, existing intellectual property. Um, I could see myself doing that for, you know, I could see myself doing it for something like that for a different medium, Um, Mm -hmm. audiobook, you know, screenplay something like that I right myself doing it for a different medium but in terms of like these books like I, I feel like that's mine like that's for me like nobody mm-hmm. else you know I don't want anybody else to have any control there because I feel like over the past you know eight seven seven years um I feel like I've done pretty well at crafting you know, at crafting something that I love, at crafting something that feels good for me, and I wouldn't trust it in the hands of anybody else. I feel that a thousand percent. But if writing was not an option <laughs> and money was not an obstacle, what would you be doing for a living besides giving us all the dope content on YouTube? Um, I would probably be um some type of like party planning, decorating, mm. something like that. Maybe not party planning because that gets a little intense and stressful. But mm. in a perfect world, I I would be the Black Joanna Gaines for your life. Yes. Honey. Like that would be. <laughs> okay. Sorry, guys. She can't write any books anymore because I need her. <laughs> <laughs> Start building the the empire, the mag. Was it magnolia? Magnolia, yeah. <laughs> like, we are ready. like, I could definitely, I could definitely see that. Like, I did. We did the um, the YouTube, the um, our kitchen. We did that on YouTube. Yeah. Um, 
And then this weekend we have another project and I'm like, I'm really excited about the prospect of doing it. And, you know, Mm -hmm. I let it, I I let it kind of play out in my head a little bit. Like, Hmm, you know, what if I was, you know, to, to do something like this for, you know, for other people, like how would that Mm -hmm. go? And, you know, what would that look like? Oh, you know, I like home design and I could design some stuff, you know, (laughs) I, I wouldn't mind seeing some CCJ home in Target. <laughs> okay, we're going to put that on like a vision board somewhere or something. <laughs> yes, we need that. And what I appreciated, because I did watch your weekend video, um, I appreciated the honesty mm-hmm. is what it is. Because we watch all these shows on HGTV and you see them have like a couple budget mishaps maybe, or they see the foundation and have to spend money on that. But no, you gave it to us real. Y'all was up. Y'all had all the the covering on y'all face and everything. Yeah, like, like this is a job. <laughs> it looks it looks easy on film, and I think even when you like even looking at the time lapse, you know, like it looks fast. <laughs> yeah. But it was literally all day for two mm-hmm. days, and, and like my back is still not really completely recovered <laughs> mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. that. Like we were sore for days, and it was a lot, but it feels so good like walking into that and I'm like okay what's next and that's why I'm like I feel like I could really see myself like doing that that. Uh well we're ready the streets are ready so (laughs) let me know like what I need to buy um and then (laughs) and you can come and do your thing um but no outside of when we see CCJ and Target uh what's next for you um in the immediate um I don't know. <laughs> um, other, other, other than um, my book, the book that I'm working on now, um, I'm not quite ready to give too many details. <laughs> Even though you know, I, I might, I might share a little something, something about it on social media before the week is out. But um, I'm really excited about it. It's is something different for me again, um, which is something that I always enjoy being able to bring that contemporary romance into a story where the characters might not be like the typical, you know, the typical kind of character. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited about that. Uh, I will still be on YouTube <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because I really, really, um, I really do enjoy that. And I was up, mm-hmm. um, I was up early this morning looking at soft boxes, which, you know, for anybody who doesn't know what that is, it's, it's a, it's a light. <laughs> <laughs> it's this huge, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. it's this huge like studio type light, and I was up looking at soft boxes, and you know I'm figuring out recording, and oh, what am I gonna record about today, and how can I make my audio sound better, and like I am like really mm-hmm. into it, um, and it's not something that makes money, um, and so mm-hmm. I feel like that is like it's. I love writing, but it's my job. Uh Like as much as it's my passion, it's also my job. And so having something that I love that is not, you know, it's not monetized. It's not, Mm -hmm. and I mean, full disclosure, it's not monetized because it literally cannot be right now. (laughs) (laughs) Just just to keep it a buck. But um, <laughs> but to just have a hobby is what yeah, is what you're doing, and it's something that I enjoy. You know, as frustrating as figuring out the lighting and you know figuring out the color corrections, and as, as intense as all of that is, it's really something that I enjoy. Um, and so I'm, you know, just thinking about what other types of content and stuff I can kind of build into that, so that it's not always just about the books, even though you know that is a huge part of who I am and what I do. Mm-hmm have lots of other um interests that are all related to creating and i want to explore some of those i want to explore some of that too so mm-hmm. there's that well before I, before I ask you the last question i'm just going to say thank you for being the creative force that you are for mm-hmm. inspiring us to uh, cook better meals and to <laughs> sew and to, <laughs> and to be you know awesome mothers and to be just awesome creators period uh you really give something unique to the landscape that that i appreciate and i know that others appreciate and i so wish y'all could see my face <laughs> i love being able to embarrass her um 
but no, it like it means something to to me and to other people to see somebody like you doing all these, you know, doing all these different things. Like all when I say all, <laughs> I mean all with multiple L's, like lots and lots of L's, these different things. And so keep doing your thing, sis. Hey, I'm gonna try. <laughs> <laughs> And so now I'll throw the floor over to you. Is there anything else you want to share before we get out of here? Um, that that was really all. Um, I really, I really don't have anything. Um, I I do appreciate you know that you were like, all right. So when we're doing, when when are we talking to you? When are we <laughs> yes. doing? This? Um, because I I appreciate you know the opportunity to kind of to talk about writing. Like I, Mm -hmm. you know, I love doing this, not just writing, but, you know, conversations about writing and talking about writing and talking about publishing. Um, And so I appreciate you making the space and not, not necessarily making the space, but making sure that, you know, that it didn't get, making sure that (laughs) Uh actually did it (laughs) instead of, because, you know, you know, girl, have you read? It's not about us. You know, it's mm-hmm. not about me and you. It's about the community. Um, but I do appreciate We're part of the community. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate not having to, you know, having an opportunity to, you know, to be in the spotlight, just honestly. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you know, instead of, instead of, you know, always turning it to the, you know, to giving the floor to others, having the floor mm-hmm. for myself. So thank you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and thank you guys for listening. Um that's it. Till next time. All right. Bye. <laughs> Why am I waving? Like they can see me. <laughs>